Hey, hey, welcome back to Mamas Have Special Needs 2. I'm your host, Ashley Johnston, and this is episode 109. Keep going. Welcome to the Mamas Have Special Needs 2 podcast, where we are learning to thrive in and enjoy our lives again. I'm your host, Ashley Johnston. Let's go. Hey, ladies, welcome back to the podcast. It's good to have you here. I just got back from an awesome annual trip that I do with my high school girlfriends, and we do it every year, and I love it. I love it. I love it. I think I've come to appreciate it a lot more as I'm getting older than I did when we first started, and we've been doing it for over a decade now, so that's awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, about a decade. I think last year was our 10th year, actually. So cool. And while I was on this trip, this time we um, we choose a different destination that we go to each year. And this year we decided we wanted to go to Lake Powell in Arizona, or it's on the border there of Arizona and Utah. And it was gorgeous this year. The water was amazing. And I don't know about you, but like cold water is a huge deal breaker for me when we do any kind of like activity. If water is involved and the water is cold, like you can really just count me out, but the water was perfect. It's like when you get in the water and then you get out, but you can't really tell if you're in or out of the water because the temperatures are just perfect. That's how it felt. And it was so, so pretty. Anyway, I'm still obviously just can't get over it. It was awesome. So we did a lot of outdoor things. I mean, we were on the lake. We did a lot of uh, kayaking and paddle boarding and just being in the water and being together. And um, one of my friends booked us a kayaking tour, which was so much fun. And it was while I was on this kayaking tour that I got the idea for this podcast. Um, so let me share a little story about this tour. Um, we all went this year. There were about six of us, three kayaks, two per kayak. And we're there getting all like suited up with our life jackets and our water gear and our oars. And we get in our kayaks and we're given instructions and we're getting out there. And our goal is to really go and explore one of the uh, what do you call it, arms or canyons that go off of the lake. Like Lake Powell is a really unique lake. It's not like a circle. It's more of like, here's the main body of water. And then we have a lot of small arms that kind of go off of the main body of water. And so our kayaking tour was to explore one of those arms. But in order to get there from where we started, we had to go out on kind of the main body of water where there were a lot of boats. And when you're kayaking, if you haven't been before, when you're kayaking and you're close to boats, it creates a lot of bigger waves, which makes kayaking a lot more difficult to do. And we set off and there were tons of boats this because it was a great weekend. Right. And so there were boats going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And it was um, not just kind of turbulent waters, but also kind of windy. So not only were we getting a lot of waves, we were also getting pushed up against the edge. And so we had to keep course correcting to get back on, back the direction that we needed to go to get to this opening in 
uh, like the canyon. I think I'm just going to call it a little canyon. And so it, it was a good, like almost a mile down that we were kayaking to get to the opening of this canyon. But we got there and it was beautiful. It was calm. The water was gorgeous. It was like 200 feet deep down where we were. And so it was like black, but you could stick your hand in it and see the water was just so clear. So we go down to the end of this canyon, well, almost to the end, have such a great tour. We turn around and we're headed back. And I didn't realize how easy it was to move in this water when there was no turbulent water from the kayaks. Like we had been on the lake before, but we had always been around bigger boats up until taking this tour. And it was so calm and easy to move and change directions. But on our way back, we get out there and if there are more boats than there were when we went in. So, and it feels like the wind was blowing against us in both directions. So we get out, we're heading back out of the mouth of the canyon and we still have that mile to go to get back to where we started with our boats, our kayaks. And we start rowing and rowing and rowing. The wind is blowing against us and there's really big waves this time and rowing. And I was just thinking, you know, it's the end of the tour and I'm getting kind of tired. My arms are getting tired and I can see that some of my friends are also getting tired and some of them are really, really focused on getting back as quickly as possible. Other ones are still enjoying the scenery, but we all just have to continually, continuously row and course correct in order to stay on track because the wind was blowing and the waves were coming. If you stopped rowing, you would get blown back and kind of lose some traction. And so we were just rowing and trying to pace ourselves. And I remember at a certain part, I remember looking like we had come around a bend and I remember thinking, okay, this is it. Like, this is where the docking is. And we come around that corner and it's not. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I, I guess I had forgotten there was that extra turn or whatever. And we weren't there. And when I had had the hope that this was going to be it, and it wasn't, I remember thinking, it feels like I'm not making any progress at all. It feels like my rowing is doing nothing. Like, where is the end here? And I turned around and I looked back and I could see still the opening of the canyon. And then I turned around and looked forward and I still couldn't see where we were going to dock our kayaks when we were done with the tour. And so I felt like a little bit of defeat even thinking I am rowing I'm doing all this work all of this effort the wind is against me the waves are against me and I'm not making any progress and I'm getting tired how am I going to get to the end so as I was sitting there thinking okay what am I going to do because I'm like I'm feeling defeated I feel like my rowing's not doing anything and yet at the same time like we have to get to the end like, I can't just stop rowing. There's nobody out here that can really take us back. All of us are working to get there. I really have to kind of pick myself up by the bootstraps here and just keep going. And so that's what I did. I just rowed and rowed and rowed. And really, I just tried to, you know, look at the waves, talk to my friends, talk about how beautiful it was that day, and really kind of just distract myself with 
the enjoyment of what was going on. The enjoyment of what was going on and what was there. And as I was doing this and as I started to feel less defeated and started to experience more enjoyment, that's where the thought came like, oh my gosh, I got to make a podcast about this because this is just like life. And you might hear a little bit of um, sound in the background. I have my daughter in here with me. She's having a hard time sleeping and it's late at night because I just got back. And so I'm recording this and then we're going to go snuggle. So if you hear any sound... In the background, that's what that is. Um, she's being so good, by the way. Um, anyway, so this kayak trip is a lot like life. We have days and little things that we do every day that we're working towards that are helping us to create the life that we want or the life that we're trying to offer our children, whether that is the food that we're feeding them, the school that we're having them in, talking with the school, getting the IEP set up, going to the doctor's appointments, implementing therapies at home, or figuring out new challenges as they come up, whether that be aggressive behavior or sleeping problems or toileting problems. Whatever it is you're doing during the day when you're making those small efforts and you're looking at your life and you're thinking, this isn't doing anything, and you start to feel defeated, I want you to remember to keep going because each little thing that you do is making a difference. You'll need to course correct, kind of like we did on the water, You'll need to take into account the big waves and how they can push your little kayak around. You'll need to take into account that the wind is blowing against you. You might have to course correct or change your position or paddle a little, little harder on some days or get some extra help, but to keep going. There were some times when we were kayaking that my um, a friend and I would take turns because our arms were getting tired. We were getting little blisters on our finger, so she would paddle for a while while I took a rest and then I would paddle for a while and she would take a rest. And we would do this on and off to kind of support each other because the, it was getting really hard at the end of this tour with all of this, the turbulence and the wind and everything happening. But we did it because we kept going even though in the moment it looked like we were making absolutely no progress. So when you look at your day and you're feeling defeated, Take into account all the things you're doing. Maybe look back. Maybe you've actually come further than you think you've come. Maybe your child is sleeping better than they used to. Or maybe they are making progress where you wouldn't see that it was making progress. Maybe you're making progress with the, the teachers at school and you're able to finally get the services that your child needs. Or... Maybe you're pursuing a personal goal and you're getting in more exercise time than you thought. You're getting in more sleep than you thought. You're getting better food for yourself than you thought. When you look back and you take time to just see how far you've come and to acknowledge it, to acknowledge that the work that you did, even if you got pushed back by the wind, even if you got pushed back by the waves, the effort that you did did make a difference. And even if you got pushed back, you are more resilient for it. So you can keep going. And on those days when you feel like you can't keep going, phone a friend, reach out to a family member, a spouse, or even yourself. Dig deep within yourself 
and create compassion for yourself. Or you can also hire someone to help you, like a therapist or a coach. But you are not alone on this journey as a special needs mom. You're not alone in what you're doing. You're not the only one experiencing how hard this is. You're not the only one experiencing how wonderful this is. This also reminds me of a time when I was um, doing some exercise in the morning and there were a bunch of women and we were running together. And I remember one lady I was running with and I remember talking to her about how difficult it was to run and that I didn't necessarily enjoy it. And I often felt like giving up. And then I remember she said to me, it's going to be better for you to run almost like a very slow, very small jog, just one tiny, tiny step in front of the other than it is gonna be to start walking or to sit down and, and stop running. It's so much harder to get up and start again than it is to slowly run. And it's, it's funny because I had watched her do this several times. And I remember watching her thinking she kind of looks ridiculous. Like she is running slower than she would if she would just walk. And because I had asked her about this, like, this is really hard. And then she told me, you know, you should just run really, really slow. Don't walk, but keep running. You're running. So keep running. Just slow it down a lot. And... She, I felt like she looked ridiculous doing it, but I decided, okay, I'm, I'm going to try it because she, you know, it's working for her and she continues to run and she's able to run fast and then run slow and run fast and run slow, but she keeps running. And so I decided to try it and she was totally right. It is way easier to keep running, but run very slow than it is to stop running and then start running again. Um, and I don't know what it is about that, whether it keeps your body in motion or just keeps the rhythm and keeps the consistency, but it works. And I've noticed that that was happening here with this whole kayaking thing was it was better to keep going than to quit and try to start again. And so when you find yourself in these moments of defeat or these moments of this is too hard, I can't do it, whether it's waking up early or it's working out or it's um, continuing to um, change your child's diet or to help them with their medication or whatever, or to continue to do therapy, Instead of going to the, if I can't do it all and I can't do it right and I can't do it in its full amount, then don't do it at all. When it comes to self-care, right? That too, instead of not doing it at all, just do a little bit. So for example, if you normally want to get in a 30-minute workout and you don't feel like you can that morning, just do it for seven minutes and let that count. Acknowledge that effort and let it count. Same thing with your kids. If you're just losing it that day and you can't really do a lot, just do it. Do what you normally do, but do it in smaller amounts. So just try this in the areas that it makes sense to you to apply it and let me know what you think. If you like what you're hearing today and it resonates with you, then you're really 
gonna love my one-on-one coaching program where together we can take these principles and apply them to help you develop the mental and emotional skill set to not just cope with, but thrive in your life and the many unknowns and unique challenges that come with it. You can direct message me on my Instagram that's linked below and let's have a chat. That's what I've got for you today, ladies. Until next time, take care. Thank you.